It is Monday, June 17th, and this is The Raley. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and the Rail Riders enjoy a day off today. And boy, do they need it. Their game last night finished at 8.30, and they hopped on the bus for what would be somewhere in the neighborhood of a 10-hour bus ride home from North Carolina. But they did so after a 7-3 victory over the Durham Bulls. And we'll get into the highlights because for the Rail Riders, this has been a series rather bereft of them. They came into the game having scored just three runs over the first 18 innings of the series, but those three runs came on one swing from Giancarlo Stanton. So the offense has been few and far between, and coming off a game in which they were shut out for the first time this season on Saturday, the offense got going in the second. And Tyro Estrada began the inning with a single. Tyler Wade walked. After a strikeout, Logan Morrison delivered an RBI single. That scored Estrada, and the Rail Riders had a 1-0 lead. A walk to Eric Kratz loaded the bases, and then Billy Burns came up and delivered a sack fly to center. Runners were at first and second for the leadoff man in the order. You betcha, it's Aaron Judge. Runners on at first and second. The 1-2. Judge smashes it towards left field. This is off the wall. One run's going to score. Morrison comes home. Kratz to third. Judge to first. An RBI base hit. Scranton Wilkesbury now leads it three to nothing as Aaron Judge. If you strike him out, you get an ovation. If you give up a base hit, you get an ovation. That was the only hit for Judge in the series against the Durham Bulls. One for 12, and he struck out a couple more times today. So one for 12 with six strikeouts. And the next man up in the second inning, Giancarlo Stanton couldn't extend it as he popped out to the shortstop. For Stanton... He also went 1-for-12 in the three-game set against the Durham Bulls. But the Rail Riders had a 3-0 lead through two innings. But Durham, they responded with a pair of runs in the bottom of the third inning on a Jake Cronenworth homer. And it was suddenly a one-run game again. But in the fourth inning, after a flyout to begin the frame, newly reacquired catcher Eric Kratz came up. Kratz with a line drive towards right field. McCarthy going back, headed to the warning track, will leap, and this is gone! It skips off the top of the wall. Eric Kratz didn't realize that it wasn't caught. He started to cut across the infield grass as if it was an out, then goes back to touch second. Kratz comes around with his first hit of the season. It's a solo home run, and the Rail Riders get one of the two back that they gave up in the bottom of the third. We would hear plenty more from Kratz the rest of the way, who reached all four times he came to bat out of the eight hole in the lineup for manager Jay Bell. It was 4-2 at that juncture, and it remained 4-2 with some good pitching from Chance Adams, two runs over four and two-thirds innings. J.P. Fireisen tossed two scoreless frames, but in the top of the eighth inning, a couple of errors helped get a couple runners on for the Rail Riders, and with two outs, Eric Kratz took advantage. Runner goes, Kratz strokes one to right field, McCarthy going back, and this is gone! A two-homer game for Eric Kratz. Four runs batted in for the backstop, and the Rail Riders extend that advantage. It's 7-2 to here in the eighth inning. Durham rallied in the bottom of the eighth inning. Boy, did they. The Bulls scored a run and had the bases loaded with two outs, bringing the tying run to the plate in the bottom of the eighth inning. And so the Rail Riders summoned Joe Harvey from the bullpen. He struck out Jake Smolinski looking and then proceeded to strike out two more batters in the ninth to lock down his fifth save of the season in a ballgame that took three hours, 25 minutes to complete 
before 11,769 fans on Father's Day down in Durham. The Rail Riders return home today, but they begin play tomorrow, Tuesday night, with a 7.05 first pitch. Pre-game coverage begins at 6.35 on the Rail Riders radio network. Yesterday was Sunday, and as always, we take a look around the Yankees minor league system. The Tampa Tarpons are in the midst of an all-star break, so no report from Nick Flamia this week, but we do have reports from Matt Dean in Charleston, John Moses in Trenton, and our very own Adam Marco. So without further ado, Matt, take it away. With this look at the Charleston River Dogs, I'm Matt Dean. The Dogs have gone 2-5 and five in the last week, letting their first place position slip heading into Sunday's first half finale. The River Dogs will have five of their own participating in the All-Star Game on Tuesday night in West Virginia, and it was announced this week that two River Dogs will take part in the South Atlantic League Home Run Derby preceding Tuesday night's Midsummer Classic. Left fielder Kanan Smith has turned on his power stroke lately, blasting four home runs since the start of June, including his first career multi-homer game Thursday night. With an all-star game itself set to begin immediately following the Derby Tuesday night, Smith says he's going all-in on winning the Derby before starting the game in left field. No, I'm going all-out in the home run derby. I'm trying to win. I'm trying to win. I'm trying to, you know, represent the River Dogs well. When the game starts, I'll probably calm it down, you know, relax a little bit, hopefully just get some base hits to left field or maybe get some walks, you know, just, but home run derby going all-out. Smith will be joined by his teammate Brandon Lockridge, who's had a career season, especially in the power department already, leading Charleston with 10 home runs, all from the leadoff spot after never hitting more than six in a single season in three years in college. And while Smith wants to see a River Dog come away with a Derby crown, he didn't hold back in his thoughts on who he thinks would come out on top in an all River Dogs final. I love you, Brandon. You're a great friend, but I'm taking it. And when I do, I might rub it in your face. The Riverdogs' playoff chances now look grim heading into Sunday's first half finale as the club needs a win and losses by both Lexington and Augusta on the final day before the break to clinch the first half. First pitch against Greenville is at 105. With this look at the Riverdogs, I'm Matt Dean. With the Trenton Thunder, I'm John Moses. This week, the Thunder have done a lot of scoreboard watching as the first half of the season is slated to wrap up on Tuesday night. Entering play on Sunday, the Thunder are tied for first with Redding and a half game up on Hartford. Catcher Kellen Deglin has noted a hyper-focus on the push for the postseason for the Thunder. We all have a great opportunity in front of us. We all see it. We all look. We've been, we've been checking box scores on Redding and Hartford. We, we know what's at stake, and we all want it. We all want to clinch. We all want to make it to the playoffs. It's just a matter of going out there and beating Bowie. Uh, They're playing good baseball right now. Wednesday night in Binghamton, the Thunder got another terrific start from right-hander Albert Abreu, where he allowed just four base runners over six innings, a start that really grabbed Deglin's attention. Early on when I got here um, at the end of April, he looked like he was, you know, maybe trying to be a little too fine with his command, but now it looks like he's just saying, here's... Here's my upper 90s fastball, try and hit it, and he's just challenging guys. Um, he's throwing more strikes, and his off-speed's good, too. I mean, he, he can throw his changeup anytime. His breaking ball, his curveball's been good, and his slider's come a long way. His slider's actually turning into a really good pitch as well. So it's good to see that he's uh, he's been stringing together a few good starts, and hopefully we can continue that. The Thunder send right-hander Adonis Rosa to the mound this afternoon to avoid a sweep in Bowie at 135. With the Trenton Thunder, 
I'm John Moses. With this look at the Rail Riders, I'm Adam Marco. On Friday, the center of minor league baseball's attention might have shifted to Durham. The Rail Riders, the reason. The New York Yankees shifted the rehab assignment of Giancarlo Stanton from Tampa to Scranton-Wilkes-Barre and added Aaron Judge on a rehab assignment. His first game since April 20th, Judge went 0 for 4 Friday and 0 for 4 Saturday. Stanton is 1 for 7 so far, and the 1 was a massive hit. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch to Stanton. High fly towards left field. And this is absolutely destroyed. Giancarlo Stanton, home run. Rail Riders down 8 to 3. While Stanton may be ready to join the Yankees on Monday or Tuesday, Judge might need a little extra time. No, it feels good to be back. You know, it's uh, been a long time coming, you know, sitting out a lot of games. And, you know, the big boys, you know, up in the big club, they've been, they've been doing their job up there and winning games and keeping us in first. And, you know, all that's been fun to watch, but I can't wait to get back on the field and get out there battling with them again. You know, probably shoot for probably another nine again tonight. We'll see how it goes. And then hopefully get a chance to play the field uh, on Sunday. And then I don't know if I'm going back to New York or, where we're going after that, we'll figure it out once this weekend's over with. But we're just going to try to focus on today, get a couple quality at-bats in tonight, and, and uh, hopefully get the Rail Riders a win. The Judge and Stanton Show continues in Durham Sunday at 5.05. With the Rail Riders, I'm Adam Marco. Big thanks to those guys for getting the reports into us yesterday, and thanks to you for making the Rally part of your day today. Now, the Rail Riders have a game tomorrow night, as mentioned, and it is expected fully that Aaron Judge will be in the lineup for scranton Wilkesbury. Giancarlo Stanton's rehab is expected to end, but Judge expected to be in the lineup for the Rail Riders, and we'll just have to wait and see what kind of fun power display we get to see from Judge at PNC Field for the first time in a couple of years. Pre-game coverage at 6.35, 7.05 first pitch with Adam Marco and me on the Rail Riders Radio Network, the TuneIn Radio app, and on the MILB First Pitch app as well. I'm Adam Giardino. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you tomorrow night.